Blessings, and welcome to Arms Upheld, Support in Life's Hard Battles. I'm Lynn Pierce, and I'm here to hold up your arms with encouragement, something to think on, and a prayer to focus on the one who holds all things together, while you continue to fight the battles in your life. In the midst of battle, life can feel overwhelming, challenging, or beyond. I don't know what God has called you to do, what battlefield you are walking through, but at times you may find yourself feeling this way. I want you to know that even though your battle likely looks different than mine, I'm here to support you. I want to stand with you until the breakthrough happens and you can see the victory materialize. My hope is that these few minutes we spend together will help you lighten your load, feel seen, connected, and loved, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's begin with God's Word. In the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to battle, David sent Joab and his servants with him, and all Israel. But David remained at Jerusalem. From 2 Samuel 11, verse 1. When present on the battlefield, warriors maintain a state of hypervigilance. When we exist in a space where our lives are threatened, or the lives of those we hold dear, we find ourselves constantly seeking out potential threats to deflect their intended harm in order to stay safe and alive. David would have been well acquainted with this, having spent a great deal of time on battlefields and also running for his life from King Saul. The possibility of attack was real, and the risk of danger was high. David was a great warrior and therefore must have excelled at remaining hypervigilant when he was in battle. However, back at home, he let his guard down. He relaxed. The risk of danger was low, so he laid down his weapons and also his vigilance. This spring, David chose not to go out to battle. He sent Joab with his army instead. He stayed home. We pick up with verse 2. It happened late one afternoon when David arose from his couch and was walking on the roof of the king's house that he saw from the roof a woman bathing. And the woman was very beautiful. It happened. Happened because David was not out leading his men on the battlefield. It happened because he laid down his vigilance. It happened because the real enemy was ready and waiting to pounce. As David rested and strolled on his roof, he took in the view. Instead of guarding his eyes and heart when a private moment of a woman crossed his line of sight, he zoomed in until that's all he could focus on. You probably know how the story goes, but let's recap. With David's eyes fixed on Bathsheba, he makes a series of poor choices. He invites a married woman into his bedchamber 
And when he finds out she's pregnant, he seeks to cover his wrongdoing through manipulation and trickery, finally resorting to murder. You can read the account in 2 Samuel 11. The chapter ends with Bathsheba married to David and bearing him a son. These sins of David still have consequences, and we'll talk about that in another episode. Today, I want to focus in on where David went wrong. Let's look at the lesson from the life of David. Hypervigilance is not something that can be maintained long-term and typically isn't necessary. We generally do not live in a constant state of our lives being threatened, although at times in our battles, it can feel interminable. At some point, the threat lowers. When this happens, our vigilance decreases as well. However, some level of awareness remains necessary. As followers of Christ, we face a sworn enemy. Satan. When we let down our guard, we open ourselves up for attack. We need not see his trickery around every corner, but we must be aware that he prowls. 1 Peter 5.8 reads, Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Peter reminds us to be sober-minded. We are to be sensible, rational, realistic, restrained, and level-headed. We are also told to be watchful, alert. As we learn from the life of David, we discern the need to stay alert to the tactics of the enemy. But more than that, we discover how to guard ourselves from an ambush. As we guard our eyes and minds, we do not allow things of this world to eclipse our view of God. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Isaiah plainly states this idea. When our thoughts and focus stay on God, we find ourselves in peace. Whether or not we are in the heat of a life or death battle, we must armor up and never lay down our sword. God's word is our sword. As we study, meditate on, and memorize scripture, we remain alert, sword in hand. Then when we find ourselves ambushed, we are already armed for victory. Those of us who have spent seasons of our lives needing to be hypervigilant, I hope and pray that you are now or are moving into a season of lower threat levels. Growing up on military bases, I am familiar with threat levels. As threats increased the sign at the gate, would change from no sign to Alpha, to Bravo, to Charlie, to Delta. And the base responded accordingly. I don't remember things getting to the higher threat levels, but I remember the feeling of tension and vigilance 
that accompanied any posted sign. I am hoping this season will be one that no signs need to be posted. Still, the enemy continues to prowl, and remaining watchful and alert helps us be prepared to recognize weak areas that could be targeted and seek the strength of our Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you know the battles we are facing and the threat level we are experiencing today. No matter where we find ourselves, you are with us and you provide the armor we need to overcome any enemy attack. May we guard our eyes and our minds. As we keep our thoughts on you, may we know your perfect peace. Help us stay alert and aware as we continue to move onward toward victory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for joining me for our summer learning from the life of David, Israel's greatest king and a man after God's own heart. Just a reminder that I will be taking off four weeks in July to rest, breathe, and spend time with my family. We will pick back up with David on July 31st. But before that comes, we have the month of June to spend together. I'm so glad you're here. And even though your battle may look different than mine, let's stand together. I'll keep your arms upheld until victory is real in your life. Remember, God is for you, and so am I.